of that in terms of yoga and the brain is because your body and your brain work better when they're clean. Even if it did fail, I knew I could always go back to corporate uh, and find a job. Teaching cafeteria workers who work so incredibly hard, teaching them about handling fresh produce, how to how to get more fresh produce into the schools. You need to tell people bring a coffee to Coffee and Crystals. <laughs> but sometimes you need an intervention. You know, you need a surgery and that's okay. You get your surgery and then you use all these other modalities in the Ayurveda to prevent things from coming back. Hey guys, you stumbled upon Coffee and Crystals. I'm Katie, your motivator, your host, your hostess. And on this podcast, I am sharing a ton of information. And not only have I been highly caffeinated for a couple of years, I have knowledge of over 500 hours of yoga teacher training. I have been in the corporate world for over 15 years. So I will be your business coach. We'll talk about self-help beauty, all things wellness and crystals. And in every episode, I am inviting you into my heart. And honestly, this adventure is pretty cool that we're going on together. We're going to meet some of my gurus, the wisdom of mentors and friends and family members. It's a good time. So stay hydrated, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and let's dig in to today's episode. So the crystal of the episode is the amethyst. I love the amethyst stone. It is definitely one that I've mentioned on this show before. It is such a powerful stone for wisdom, peace, connection, and intuition. I gave my amethyst stone to my best friends, Mark and Joseph in New York, and it sits on their windowsill that just like is looking right at the Belvedere, which is my mom's favorite hotel, and just Midtown is out the window that it's facing, which is not where I told them to put it. It's just where they put this stone and where they created their altar, and it created even more power and intuition of self of just knowing that I needed to give that crystal to them there were a couple years where I grabbed that crystal you know most mornings along with my tea not my coffee and took it along to yoga with me and I loved this instructor that taught in Beverly Hills and this is when I lived in West Hollywood and I think it was when I still had to wear a mask at Equinox they were just like opening up and I spent a lot of time going into that cozy little yoga studio that the Beverly Hills location has with my amethyst and just knowing intuitively that this crystal was giving me the connection and just that clarity and calm that I needed. So if you're looking to create a more peaceful, calm, soul-led experience in your new year, you gotta get an amethyst. It's this beautiful purpley color. It's it's you know can be a little like crystally and opaque because it's just got that cave chiseled feel I don't know I'm not describing this right but I think it's actually a very well-known crystal and it's very accessible many people know what an amethyst is you just might not know that it's super powerful for your spiritual body your emotional body um 
place it on your third eye and do a meditation. I just dropped a meditation recently. So happy new year, guys. I hope you enjoy today's message. Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee and Crystals. It's a special New Year's message. I just, I don't know, I couldn't close out this year without logging on, giving you one last message, takeaway, because it was a tough year for me and I just know that you guys were in your feelings too or you wouldn't be logging in. So thank you again for the time that you spend with me in your ears at the gym, in the car, on a walk, walking your dog, cleaning, all the different places that you listen to podcasts and taking me along with you. I am just so grateful for you guys. And you're very much a quiet bunch and I get that. You know, I can I can respect that. Um, that's honestly exactly how I am. I think this past year I proved that to everyone because I kind of went in my little monk life MIA disappearing act, I guess you could call it. I mean, I had this vision of this fairy life or a softer existence. And the whole point of that this last year was to disappear a little bit. And I just wanted to embrace my feminine energy, focus on myself, my self-care, focusing on activities like cleaning and home decor, exercising like Pilates and yoga, meditation, journaling, tea, and all these things were already sprinkled in my life prior, but I was very much focused on like grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. So I started this transition at the end of 2022 and that energy went into 2023 And I think that it was very much needed. And I think there was this conscious collective, like this movement, if you will, that was really aimed towards self-care that really helped launch me into this movement. I mean, even on TikTok and Instagram, it's definitely like trending and it's a vibe to be showing your skincare routine versus like your binge out at the bar. So more popular to stay in and have a self-care evening with your serums and your face masks than it is to be like at the club. And, you know, I do do social media. So I think there was a lot of this like, you know, COVID, we were stuck at home. So like you kind of just had to find things to do. So it became popular to just talk about these things and show up on social media with your face mask on and your ice roller. But with all that said, like that was definitely a vision I had for myself. And, you know, history plays a part. There does seem to be this element of history repeating itself. It used to be, you know, just how it was that women would like stay at home and clean and cook like we all know this and then it kind of like pivoted into like women's rights and you know that's kind of been the the theme lately you know we went through this women's right movement after COVID where, you know, our rights were kind of taken away from us again and it's shifted into this hustle era with 
more of a balance of self-care. So despite all my fairy princess goals, I did have like some brief moments of like having my boyfriend move in and sharing some of the bills, which really like created more of a fairy life, but it just wasn't wholesome and it wasn't exactly right. And that was a big lesson for me in this like journey of being a fairy but I guess what I'm trying to say is I have upgraded myself and maybe upgrading isn't the right word but I have evolved myself yes there we go I'm evolving into more of a queen like energy and that is what I'll be talking about on the podcast and just kind of like the the main like vision and wording of my manifestation and goals for myself for 2024 is to live more of a queen life because a queen is a boss, right? Like she is classy. She's a royalty. A queen stands strong in her feminine power, but she definitely requires balance of both feminine and masculine energy. And it's about the give and the take. It's about the routine and the rest, the discipline, but yet the carefree, you know, in yoga and Mother Earth teaches us the moon and the sun. Like, it's important to not get so stuck on the dualities. And I just think that the queen is the is the figure of my 2024 vision. So that's my like vision for myself, but there is so much more. So I am doing this podcast in hopes that you're not only going to take these lessons that I've learned, but you can kind of think of a theme for yourself. And sometimes it can just be a word. I've done that before and it's been super helpful, but it's kind of evolved into like a personality, I guess you could call it, that I am basing like my goals and my disciplines around. Like, does this fit into a queen life? Like I did a lot of that last year. Like I'm saying no to all this extra travel and I'm saying no to going out to the bar or I'm saying no to drinking wine and watching a movie. I'm going to pick tea and read a book instead because that's what a fairy would do. So I'm elevating my wardrobe this year, you know, just want to like have a more professional classy vibe. I am continuing to, I closed out the year renovating the dollhouse and it really is feeling a little bit more royal in here. So I don't know if I'll change the name dollhouse, but it's definitely giving more like castle vibes, like this turquoise color I painted my living room and my dining room. It's just... I feel like I'm elevating from the dollhouse, but I haven't quite like decided what the name of my apartment's going to be called, but there's just, I've already started a movement of this like queen royal life. And all of this got me thinking of just like, there's been so many like lessons this past year, but I narrowed it down to four because I didn't want to overwhelm myself and I didn't want to overwhelm you guys because you could... I almost said hang up. You could hang up with me tonight and you could decide that you only want to pick two lessons that you learned from this past year. But I just think it's really important. I've always been such a goal getter and a goal setter that I've been obsessed with New Year's. Like, you know, if I'm goal setting all year round and like focusing on my month end and the quarter end, I'm just 
always so motivated in life by goals and the new year is like that's like what it's all about is resolutions and reflecting on the past year celebrating that the past year is over and that the new year is beginning so that's what this episode is really the intention is is for you guys to think about the lessons of your 2023 and think about the vision for your new year so let's get into it i wanted to talk a little bit Okay, so speaking of being more confident in your own skin, I dropped a $10 coupon code for the liquid collagen that I love. I have this ritual of taking the liquid collagen in both the morning and in the a.m. I think most of you guys know that the liquid collagen is better than the powder now. There is just so much scientific research that is backing that up. And this stuff is just my key to glowing skin, more youthful. This, This product helps you hydrate your skin from the inside out and honestly I've been meeting so many new people lately that I swear to you everyone's like shocked when I tell them my age and this liquid collagen is like Botox in a bottle I've never gotten Botox yet and everybody's shocked but this stuff helps reduce lines it helps tighten so with my workouts that I really up leveled this is a great thing to match that but yeah everyone's like what you're 38 and I'm like yeah guys it's because I've been taking medical grade liquid collagen for almost three years yes it will be three years that I've been on this product this February so I'm really not selling something that I don't use myself and really believe in so another tip for the holidays if you're gifting this to someone or just gifting it to yourself you're going to want to not only use my coupon code that's in the show notes for $10 off, but if you do the subscribe and save, you can save up to 15% off of your product and it will just automatically ship or it will remind you before it ships so you can go in and just push back the date. But that's another way to try this product if you're worried about the price, but it's the real deal stuff. It has award-winning multi-patent technology on its clinical research. So you're welcome. Merry Christmas. Okay. So lesson number one that I learned is that people can change. So despite my experiences that have seemed to actually cause a lot of distance in my own relationships, that's both friends, family, you know, I had a huge breakup this past year. So I've spoken about some of these specific challenges that I've had, but even with all this difficulty that I have experienced in my life, the biggest takeaway is, is that people can change. I've learned that, you know, to go against the common belief that individuals are stagnant, you know, you always hear, oh, like he won't change, like people don't change. But honestly, the truth is, I think that's actually where we get stuck. You know, there is this idea that change is constant that we have to understand and that has just been a profound lesson to me that that sometimes is why things don't work out is because people are actually always changing so when things are no longer the same and someone might be acting different it's no longer aligned it's because people are actually always changing it's not because they don't change and like the beauty is is that you have to learn to go with the flow and evolve with each other Um, if it's in a relationship or it's with family like you're gonna ebb and flow because people are constantly peeling back layers in their own life going through all their own shit so yeah 
it's it was a huge aha moment for me like it's not that people don't change it's that people are changing and sometimes you're just not on the same page okay lesson number two align your habits with your desires if you don't align your habits with your deepest desires all like all align like physically mentally emotionally and spiritually then they won't find you. It's like, I think it's Glennon Doyle in that book, Untamed. I just let a coworker borrow this book. So I'm like, I was like thinking about it recently. Or no, Ugh, that's, a, that's a good book that I just brought up. That's actually now what I'm talking about. I think it is, oh, I want to give her the author credit. It's the one, Gretchen Rubin. I think it's Gretchen Rubin. She wrote a book and the Gosh, I can't remember any of this. This story isn't starting out very well. But basically, there is this book. I'm pretty sure it's by Gretchen Rubin. And she talks about the ideas that come to mind. And if you don't, like, capture that idea that you have, it's an energy. And it floats into the, you know, ether, into the universe. And it somebody else is going to grab that idea and, like, run with it. So that's, like, when you are like, oh, my God, I totally had that idea 10 years ago. Like... And like now that person has a multi-million dollar business or, oh my God, that person wrote that book. Like I had that idea, but, um, I think it's this idea of what she was talking about in her book is it's, you know, ideas and creations are an energy. So, you know, if you, you can align that with your life, you know, you can kind of create these, um, habits and these disciplines of, you know, the life you want to have, and then you can kind of like start creating it instead of losing it. I hope that makes sense. And I didn't literally lose you. But basically, if you want to be a podcast host, start a podcast. If you want to be a content creator, start shooting content. You want to be a writer, you just have to write, you know, start an email bank. If you want to be an actress, start a TikTok account. There's like so many easy things to say of why you can't but then when you start counting all the ways that you can like there's literally no excuses so align your habits and your day-to-day to what it is that you want to do and then boom you're already creating your dream life all right number three manage your mind Ugh. What a theme, what a theme, what a theme that I had to continue to refocus in 2023. You are the only one who can manage your mind. There are so many obstacles and like people play so many roles in your life, but you, you are the only one who can manage your mind. So take ownership, um, incorporate practices like meditation, journaling, 10 minutes, just 10 minutes of quiet time each day to yourself. Read a book. If you know what I do, literally, I tell myself just one page, Katie, just one page. You can read one page before you go to bed. It usually turns into more, but some nights, like it really is just one page. And it's just like that one page could be the inspiration that you needed. So do the work and, you know, by doing your work, you are guiding yourself and your thoughts. And this is all connected to your mind and the power that you have over it. And finally, lesson number four is just the importance of financial stability. It is more crucial than you might think. It's not just about buying pretty things like here I am like 
my podcast from West Hollywood, logging in, telling you guys about financial stability. I know how it looks, but it's literally about clearing debts and creating stability in your life. Like, yes, clearing debt, not just on your credit card, but in your life. Like I had, um, so many nights this past year cleaning out my closet. Like, I have cleaned my closet so many times this year, but this is part of it. So when you're financial, when you're thinking about financial stability, you have to think about like cleaning out what it is that no longer serves you so that you can like add in the credits. So think of this more than just balancing your checkbook. Financial control, when you are thinking about your checkbook and all these other things that go into the discipline to create abundance, it gives you control and of the of the creation of the abundance that you are trying to master. To hold abundance, you must for, first learn how to manage it, right? Like if you're messy with, you know, $200 in your bank account, how are you going to be managing 2 million? So start with what you have. And this is always physical, mental, emotional, spiritually. Like, how do you think about money? Like, is it an obsession? Is it an addiction? Are you like working nonstop and not living a fully balanced life? Are your goals only centered around money? Like, isn't that what you call greed? So just, you know, all of these things take such an amazing part in financial stability and getting that in your life. And I still have a long way to go because karma is a thing. And from being on my own and putting myself through college and doing all the yoga schools and all the things that I have done and traveled around the world, I didn't always have that cash. So it's going to take me another probably year and a half on the track that I am on to get completely debt free. But I have increased my credit score over 200 points and I have paid some major shit off because I had gotten myself in trouble and I just think that it's like really cool that I made such money moves this past year because there was so many other obstacles in there that it just so as I'm reflecting and closing out this year it just so feels aligned and perfect and exactly how it was supposed to be it's all about you know root where you're planted and stability is part of your physical body and that's where we start in yoga right it's about the physical practice and then you start to learn hmm I think yoga is a little bit more than just the warrior one like it's it's more than that it's deeper than that and yeah so is financial stability so freaking get your finances in order it's gonna change your life all right, guys, as we step into the new year, please just remember to take care of yourself, embrace change, align your habits with your desires, your purpose, take charge of your mind, understand the significance of your money and what abundance really means. And here's to a year of growth, learning, embracing the beautiful dance between the moon and the sun. Thank you so much for being on this journey and just supporting me. Make sure you stay hydrated while you're out celebrating with friends and family. Tomorrow is the last day of the year and I'm just so grateful for you guys. Make sure you rate, review, share this podcast to someone that you think might need a little end of year motivation and I'll talk to you guys soon. Happy New Year!